what's going on everybody this wood over here with uh episode three of just a thought welcome to the podcast um i just had a thought earlier and uh figured i might as well get it out now um while i have it fresh in my brain and um it's it's coming off the last podcast which was titled black unity shaking my head <laughs> um you may get it, you may not. If you don't, go back and listen to it. Uh, you may get it. Hopefully you do. You're smart enough to, whatever. But um, today I just wanted to to talk about black unity. And um, like I said before, we don't have to agree on everything. Um, and that's just what it is. We don't have to agree on everything. We just have to agree on what's important and the main goal at hand. Um, say, for instance, um, a Buddhist, um, a Christian and a Muslim were in the same room and they're arguing. They're going back and forth about their religions and the way they get to their God. And all of a sudden, a latch uh, opens and a big black bear comes into the room growling at all three of them. Now, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they would say, fuck them religions. We got to kill this bear. You dig what I'm saying? Like they're going to say they ain't going to care about how that person getting the guy, how that person getting the guy whose way is better or whatever the case. They're not going to care at that moment. They're going to team up to kill that bear. At least that's what an intelligent, smart or even a person with just logic would do. Now, I say that to say, as black people, we are at a, a real critical moment in society and what it is um, that we call our daily lives. Um, we know as black people that no one else can understand the, the life that we go through, um, whether it's struggle or even if you're on a level of success, even that plateau and the the maneuvering and as Jay-Z says, moving in a room full of sharks, how that goes. Uh, it is what it is now. Here it is. As black people, we need to come to an agreement on things because we're, we are a group. OK, and, and and people, too, they're too interested in in in, in, in small things like. How you say what you're going to say or um, how you how you do what you're going to do. Now, those things are important. Yes. But what are we agreeing on in the first place? You know what I mean? Like as a group, we we groups, they don't have friends. We shouldn't worry about friends. Groups have interests. And that's why however long this voting process has been in place. Groups have gotten what they want because they didn't worry about having friends. They worried about the interest that they have and who's going to supply those interests when they're in that White House. Now, we've had I don't know how many candidates as far as Democratic. I say Democratic because that's the one black people always vote for. Um, and whatever. Um, so that's why I say Democratic. But we, we've had 15, 20 Democratic candidates come for the 2020 election and people wonder why they're 
I don't know how to say it, but they're in the public eye and in front of the camera looking like they're doing something for black people. And then all of a sudden they're getting cast away by black people because they say reparations. We've heard most to almost all candidates on the Democratic side say reparations. Obviously, it was just to get in the door because next week we don't see him anymore. And that's a whole different discussion. That's that's doing research. That's doing analysis and, and going back on their rap sheets of all the time they're, they've been in in, uh, in Congress um, and in the political system. And that's why, you know, those things happen, whatever. But as far as a group, as black people, when we hear reparations, there's no reason to squabble over how reparations is going to get done. When it comes to electing a candidate now. If they say reparations, listen to them, understand what they're saying. And when they say reparations for everyone, the key word, everyone, that's where you have to, you know, put on your thinking cap and understand that everyone is not in the position as black people are and have been. Black people and our ancestors are the ones who built this country. Even right now, our ancestors built it physically with the buildings and the um, the infrastructure and all that. And they haven't been compensated. Now, here it is. Their offspring, us, we influence everything in the culture. And I do mean everything. Um, you can name it. Rap, art. I mean, music, I'm sorry, not rap, but rap is our thing. And of course, now they got you got little kids rapping on a Disney channel. That's another thing. I'm I'm convinced that the Disney channel got these white kids thinking they can rap because every time I go past the, the TV that my, my my seven year old grandson is watching, it's some white kid up there rapping just as bland as he want to. It's like, what is what the hell is this? White men and women should like. I don't want to hear them rapping consistent. Like it's all and it's just almost every time I go past the TV, it's like it's Disney Channel, Cartoon Network. They got white kids rapping their ass off and the shit is garbage. But anyway, that was just a that was a thought within a thought. But I, I say that to say we influence you know damn near every part of not only American culture, but as we know, global culture, because other countries, other parts of the world imitate what's going on in America uh, because we've always been seen as the quote unquote superpower, the developed country while the others catch up. Now here it is places like China, Japan, Russia, they've caught up and you see them being influenced by our culture. And what is our culture? It's not American culture. White culture is American culture, but black people and black culture is what has been influenced in all different facets of life here in America and outside. So with that being said, here it is, us as black people. Isn't it kind of funny? Coincidence, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of crazy how we influence everything in the culture, yet our own culture don't like each other like we should and need to. And you can't tell me it's a coincidence because evidence, evidence of you know, yes, yeah, black on black crime, but here it is. You got white on white crime and no one talks about that. Here it is. There's maniacs like they have a new Joker movie about to come out. Batman and Joker. There's a new Joker movie coming out. They're glorifying this maniac, Hannibal Lecter. 
He's a glorified maniac. That Dexter guy. I never watched the show, but the white guy who looks clean cut or whatever with the blood splatter on one side of his face because he's a freaking maniac. But just like in our culture, a white person can put on a white coat, clean themselves up, get shaven and go into a doctor's office and damn near anybody will believe that they're a doctor. If a black person does that, they can get clean shaven as they want, put on that white coat, go in that that room and they're getting a side eye. I don't care what you say, even from their own people. That is what it is. It's a culture. It's, it's a thing called propaganda. That's how Hitler was able to do what he did. He demonized the people. So when something bad happened to him, no one would think, you know, have any sympathy for him. So here it is. Excuse me. So here is the same thing. Black people have been demonized since we got over here, even though we rebuilt everything. And now as things happen to us then and now, but now it's more prevalent because of technological age. We see it, but it still doesn't have the impact it's supposed to because of all the conditioning that we've been through. Now, as black people, we, we, we can, you know, go back and forth about how reparations gets accomplished or whatever. But first of all, we shouldn't. You know why? Because when reparations was given to everybody else. Like the Jews, uh, the Japanese, the Indians, the natives, I should say. People, people, they like there was I don't believe so. I don't I'm gonna have to do more research. But what I see and what I've seen, I haven't seen much of any of an uproar. I haven't seen much of a conversation as much as it is when it comes to reparations and black people receiving theirs like. Uh, Bernie Sanders, what is reparations? He says that in a black room with black interviewers, but then in another interview with in a room full of white people, when white interviews viewers, he just straight out says no to reparations. Which one is it? Bernie, do you do you know what reparations is or do you feel we shouldn't have it? Either way it go, you playing in a trick bag and I can't deal with it. I can't mess with it. And that's for all of them. You know, Kamala Harris, she came out and absolutely said, you think I'm going to do something for just black people? No. OK, well, you you know, what I'm saying the exit yourself out the out the conversation next. You know, what I'm saying it just goes on and on. And it's like I said, to a point where we are at a really critical uh, position. Here it is. We have about, you know, 2019 is going so fast. 2020 is going to be here before we know it. And we're going to have um, another presidential election. Me personally, some people know, some people who listening to this right now know my stance on voting. I don't say not vote. I just say don't vote without an agenda. Don't vote without a goal. Don't vote without information. And the information I see, I don't see myself voting. You can say what you want. We need to get Trump out of there. Cool. But you talking on a personality trait type thing. You're not talking on. Any kind of policies, because first of all, you don't know any of his policies, good or bad. And secondly, where are the concentration camps that he's supposed to be throwing us in if he's so bad or worse than the last 40? How many ever? Who's kicking down your door and, and, and busting you in the head? You know, unlike the last 40 something presidents you've had. You know what I mean? I don't understand Besides his horrible, deplorable, you know, soul, the laws and the policies is what is what matters. 
And black people need to come to an agreement on what needs to be done. Now, I don't care who this this next um, candidate is. If they're for for black people for reparations, I'm all for it. Because I don't care if they're a woman. I don't care if they're white. I don't care if they're gay. I don't care if we can agree on the fact that they're going to do what was supposed to be done when blacks were free first free. I'm all for it. I don't care who you are, what creed, color, race, whatever. But if but but that's also kind of crazy how they put black people in front of you and get you happy or get you elated about something that. They ain't never said they was going to do. I'm not just talking about reparations, but anything for black people. People say Obama came in and helped people, you know, get more money for school to go back to school. Cool. But you looking for a job that most likely probably need a you need a hookup in. You know what I mean? Or you got the same credentials as his other yo, yo, yo counterpart, your white counterpart who graduated from the same school. And most likely if there's a white interviewer, they're going to get that job. It's called code and black people ain't on it and we need to get on it. And the first part of it is agreeing on important situations and conditions, which one is right now reparations. If you don't reparate, want reparations and you're black, I can't deal with it. I don't know what your upbringing is or what your reason for something like that is. But if you don't want to see your Brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews, little cousins, your family. If you don't want to see them come up, fuck you. For you to say, I don't need or want reparations, affirmative action, whatever else it is. For you to say that, that's selfish to me. Okay, cool. Don't want it. Don't get it. But don't sit up here and act like it's such a bad thing to to, to get it for people who want to pro- progress in life and, and actually have a plan on doing something. I'm sick of black people saying things that really don't make no sense. If you don't rep- rep- reparations, cool. Don't get them. Don't cash that check when it comes. But hell, give it to somebody who will do something with it. Don't sit around and say you don't want it because you're scared to put the work in after you get it. Go ahead, spend your money on Jordans, Cadillacs, whatever else you want. But I guarantee it's going to be other people that do what they're supposed to do with it. And now here it is. You're just going to be buying black, which I have no problem with. The thing is, here it is. We we as black people. Unless you have a wool still over your eyes, we wake up. Most of us, we only 13 percent of this damn population in this country. But like I said, we influence everything else. Now, that coupled with them not wanting to 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 right their wrong when it comes to. Our economic opportunities, that says something to me. I don't know about you, but it says something to me. If I, if we can influence 13, if we 13 percent of this population and we can influence damn near 100 percent of this population without money, <laughs> you know, uh, with the little money over here with Jay-Z and Oprah and all these people and us not having no money. Imagine what we can do with the money. So that was just my thought, really, man. It, it ends right there. We need to agree on on the important things, we, which is right now reparations. We need economic opportunity to get where we need and are supposed to be. I'm going to leave you with one little tidbit. One, one thing that y'all know is common knowledge, but I'm going to remind you of it. We were freed on paper in 1865. Here it is 
1930, we had Black Wall Street. That is, that is like, that's 50 years. That's on paper. 50 years outside of uh, slavery on paper. And we are already literate. We, we literate. We can read. And not only that, but we're taking the skills that we did to produce their goods. Now we're producing our own goods. That's in a 50, 30 to 50 year span. That's why they had to bomb Black Wall Street, Rosewood and all the others, because when we got out of slavery, we wanted to do our own thing and we wasn't budging on it. We were fighting back. We were we were taking care of ours and we was, you know, literally killing those who tried to infiltrate that. It got so bad that they had to just go ahead and bomb all of us. So with that being the case, like I said, if we can do that in a 30 to 50 year span and now here it is since then, not, you know, with all the rest of the laws, Jim Crow, black laws, black codes, all that kind of stuff. With all that, and we still influence the world like we do. Give us our economic power so we can do what we need to do and and and, and let the rest be where it may. That's just my thought for today, man. Uh, hopefully y'all got something out of that. And I'm going to hit y'all up with another thought when I get it. I'm out.